welcome to I Do Declare. I'm Lindsay. I'm Bobby. And it's National Academic Advising Month. Wow, so many things. There's actually a lot of things going on for National Academic Advising Month. Tell us about them, Bobby. So, the first thing for Academic Advising Month that we want you to do is to make sure that you're meeting with your advisor. So we launched this pretty nifty little thing about a month ago, actually, called Navigate. Navigate can be accessed through Nest, and it is your one-stop shop to connect with all of the faculty and advisors that are here on campus to help you. With that, you should be meeting with your advisors because <laughs> registration is coming. Yay! Spring 2020 registration. Registration begins November 6th. That is a a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday. I thought it was a Thursday. It's a Wednesday. And to get ready for registration, we have a bunch of events happening for Academic Advising Month, so you're going to want to check those out up on HawkSync. But you also want to make sure that you're meeting with your advisor because you need a registration pin to register. Yeah, so get on that because your advisor is the one who will actually give you that pin. So go to Navigate, make your appointment with your academic advisor today. Do it sooner rather than later. It's really important. Yes. Be registration ready. Yes. Um, so coming up on this episode of I Do Declare, we have a really cool episode where we are talking to Zoe, who is a journalism major here at Montclair State. So we're going to learn a little bit more about what it means to be a journalism major. Wow, I'm excited. Here we go. So today we have Zoe Gleason. Gleason. Yes. Gleason. Like Jackie Gleason. Oh. But with an A, right? I think he spelled it the same way. Oh, cool. Well, Zoe's here. She's a journalism <laughs> major here at Montclair State. So, Zoe, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and why is journalism the major for you? Okay, so I'm, I'm a third-year student here at Montclair. I am a university college fellow, and I work for the School of Business IT Tech Support Office, I guess. Journalism, honestly was one of the few things that I didn't want to do coming into college. Um, wow. Despite it, well, so there were there were lots of things that I thought that I could do, that I might be interested in. When I toured Montclair as a senior in high school, I thought I wanted to be a bio major because, yeah, no, I, I had this idea that I was going to go into parasitology. Um not to be confused with parapsychology, which is like the study of ghosts. Oh. Parasitology Glad you is like that up for me because I know what both of those are. <laughs> is uh, it's like I would want I would have wanted to uh, research ways that parasites can be helpful uh, in medical settings. So you're interested so, in like evil, helpful bugs. I I guess like leeches are <laughs> often used for uh, people who are like amputee victims. Uh, they use the leeches to get the blood flow working again in that part of the body and then they're able to better reattach severed limbs. So that sounds like a passion for you. I, I mean, I am really interested in how the world works, animals, biology, you know, science. I love plants, but it's not something that I could have done as a career or as my college concentration um, mm. because I really, really don't like math. And unfortunately, science comes with a lot of math. Uh, so that kind of shut one door for me. Um, <laughs> and then my freshman year of college, I was a business major 
and a philosophy minor because I I had this idea that I was going to use philosophy to understand the way that people see the world and the way that, uh, you know, like different events impact our lives. And I thought that I was going to be able to mastermind my way to the top of the finance world, kind of like the Wolf of Wall Street, but way less illegal. Um, And then I took a course with a professor who has spent his entire life in international business. And he told us that, you know, when you do trades across the world, other people will judge you on all these different things. And um, in having that explained to me, I realized that, wow, I can't, I can't work in an environment where a lot of people are going to see me for the car that I drive or the brands that I wear or, you know, whether I'm wearing black shoes at night and brown shoes in the day. Like, How dare you? <laughs> it's a European thing. It's like a, it's a faux pas if you're wearing the wrong colored shoes when the sun is up or down. So I was accepted to the School of Communications and Media last fall. And um, I'm an American Sign Language minor. So what I hope to do is to get an internship with a company like NBC, CBS, um, a large media conglomerate that I can work as, uh, you know, a staff writer or someone on the newsroom floor. Um, But whatever it is that I'm doing, I want to uh, work towards my interpreter's license for American Sign Language um, and my... I guess career aspiration would have to be defined as uh, increasing the accessibility of news media content to people that are deaf and hard of hearing because closed captions are absolutely atrocious. As somebody who uh, has to watch all media content, you know, whether it's a YouTube video or Netflix, whatever, with closed captions because people mumble, people have accents, people, you know, change pitches and say things differently all around the world. So, you know, I I always notice when captions will leave out things that the actors have said or when things are translated wrong or differently. So I figure that uh, the the deaf and hard of hearing community must feel like, you know, I either have to physically read the news or, you know, just kind of like figure it out and read between the lines with the closed captions and whatever visuals they're showing on uh, on like Fox or CNN. But I guess journalism was always going to be the place that I ended up because um, I could never be an English major. I hate that the English language dictates that we have to write a certain way and that you have to, you know, you can't put this at the beginning of a sentence and it's improper to put this here and that there and syntax rules, all this stuff. But even though journalism does have AP style, which is a guidebook as to how we're supposed to write, it's the most concise and efficient way to get repetitive information across to people in you know a short amount of time. Um, part of the reason why the journalistic community does that is because in print media, you have a limited amount of space on the page for each article. Now it's just become the standard after a couple hundred years of doing the same thing. But I've I've always had a passion for writing. I guess answer your first question. I kind of went on this like whole tangential thing, but <laughs> um, I you know I've always had a passion for writing, uh, and I do hope to maybe publish a book one day. But um, I know that that's something. 
that will take a lot of time. And until then, I want to tell other people's stories. Yeah. So you have a lot of passions, clearly. So do you think that journalism has been a good landing point for you? Because you have so many areas of interest. Just from that little bit, we got that you love bugs. Evil bugs. Evil bugs. That help people. (laughs) Good-hearted bugs. You love the Wolf of Wall Street. You also have a passion for inclusivity and access. When you talked about your American Sign Language and, and wanting to have content that is accessible to everybody. And you also love to write. So has this been a really good landing place for you as a major of a place that you feel like you can exercise all of those different passions that you have? I I would say so. Um, Journalism, you know, like I I see journalism as a documentation of current events. So really you could be reporting on anything. Uh, That allows me to be a sports journalist, be a a hard news journalist who covers, you know, tornadoes and presidential elections. That that means that I could in the future go into broadcast media, you know, like I I could end up talking about bugs for the rest of my life, working for some really specific niche magazine that just, you know, loves insects or I could end up I'd probably not. Um. (laughs) She likes helpful medical bugs like leeches <laughs> not all bugs that other things about her bugs. yes and i don't like the leeches on me either that's that's um, i like to observe that's them valid. from a safe distance you know find it fascinating to watch but maybe not for the hands-on so that's why we didn't go for the biology major <laughs> um i'm okay with things when they're dead but when they're alive it's a little it's a little iffy um so you know like i'm, I'm not afraid of like a dissection lab or two, but uh, really not a fan of when the leeches are like actively trying to suck my blood. Um, Great, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think we think of journalism nowadays a lot as something that affiliates itself with newspapers and magazines. Mm-hmm. And I think we can often think of newspapers as a dying art now because everything is really going digital. But in journalism, what kind of medias are you studying in the journalism major? So uh, when people say that journalism is a dying art. What they mean is that print media is a dying art. Journalism itself is still very much alive and well in this country, but uh, unfortunately a lot of smaller local papers have suffered as an after effect of economic recession and uh, just transformation in technology and how we communicate with one another. Uh, Currently in my classes, We're working with uh, digital photography, editing software. We're uh, focusing on like how to make your own PSAs or how to make like an informational like documentation of um, the project I'm working on right now is called A Day in the Life. And we're supposed to pick someone who has an interesting uh, occupation or an interesting hobby or whatever it is that they do that sets them apart from everybody else. Um, So I decided that I wanted to cover a beekeeper uh, because I like helpful insects and honeybees. (laughs) Honeybees are very important to the environment. Um, Without them, we would not have flowers. We would not have vegetables. uh, You know, all the trees would die very quickly. So um, I've been following this guy around. uh, Actually, I think tomorrow morning I'm going with him to the Liberty Science Center uh, because he manages their two observation hives. 
So I'm doing a lot of different stuff, but really uh, the only thing that's changed in journalism is how we distribute our our pieces and how we distribute the the paper and the information. And sure, yeah, there's still people that enjoy holding the newspaper in their hands, but for the most part, journalism is moving towards like online forums. It's moving towards like video and text articles, you know, so you have that uh, oral visual aspect to go along with the supplemental written words. You know, we've, uh, I've been working in classes with uh, blog creation. Um, we've been in Photoshop, Bridge. Uh, we're using Spark right now to like make videos. Uh, everything from iMovie to you know how what makes a good story to what makes a good photo. My professors are really pushing this uh, hands-on type of environment where we go out and interview people on whatever topic the professors picked for that afternoon. Probably the most interesting aspect of my journalism classes is that none of my professors asked me to buy textbooks. They wanted us to download the AP style book. And then um, for the Media Tech Toolkit class, which everybody has to take as a journalism major, we had to buy a hard drive. Um, We had to buy insurance to use the cameras that the university rents out in case you break them. And... There's one other thing that I had to buy. What was it? Oh, I had to buy Photoshop because the hours for the lab on campus are like only nine to five. So it's kind of hard to get there if you have class and work. I imagine that's a very good investment as a journalism major. Oh, yeah. So you have such a unique um, career path that you're pursuing with this major. But can you talk to some of the different career paths that your classmates are wanting out of the journalism major? Uh, So I have one classmate who very specifically wants to go into sports journalism, very passionate about, um, you know, there are some really iconic photos in sports journalism. We all know the the shot of uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Chicago Bulls uniform uh, up in the air. Like uh, there are photographs that sit in people's minds for decades to come. Like, so I, I think that that's really cool because his main focus is photography and sports journalism. And, you know, it's really an art to balance the, uh, the bright lights of a stadium and, um, trying to get the right shutter speed for how quickly people move, especially professional athletes. Um, I have a classmate who is working towards being a political uh, activist in journalism. Um, so she actually works with Senator Cory Booker and his team uh, right now. And um, she is working towards, I believe she's working towards a career where she can um, write about the things that the that their team is trying to do and uh you know, be a part of the administration in a way that still allows her to um, publish articles that may criticize the government. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have a friend who she's a, a journalism major and she has no idea what she wants to do after college. And that's okay, you know. That like, is absolutely okay. You have time before you graduate. Like, mm-hmm. I I didn't know what I specifically wanted to do when I came in as a freshman. I came in with no major, you know, um, I was just like, all right, I'm going to take some gen eds and see how this goes. 
Uh, and then it took like a good two years for me to really understand myself well enough to know that writing was one of my main passions and that communication uh, was also one of those things that I felt was really important. I think that the sign language was really special because uh, in high school and middle school, I had a friend who was hard of hearing uh, and she actually ended up dropping out of high school because of it, because she didn't feel that she was good enough. She didn't feel like she could finish school with the way that, uh, with the way that our high school handled uh, her education. That's heartbreaking. Um, yeah, and ASL only really became important because of my emotional tie from my youth. But uh, coming to Montclair and being able to uh, learn from deaf professors about deaf culture and about deaf media, and uh, and I think that's kind of what spurred me towards declaring ASL as my minor, is that um, I can understand how frustrating it is to not be understood and to not feel like you're totally in the loop of communication. So So you didn't start in this major. You declared in, like you said. Now, I know to be a journalism major, you need a 3.0 GPA. Mm -hmm. You have to submit an application, and you have to do an interview. So how's that process? So the interview process was really easy in the sense that it was, it felt more like a meeting with an advisor Mm -hmm. in in the way that, Uh, They just kind of wanted to know like what my goals were and that I was willing to commit and that I was willing to work hard uh, while I was in the School of Communications. The application process, it takes a while for any of the schools to get back to you on accepting you for a major or minor. They have a lot of paperwork to go through. There's like 20,000 some students at Montclair and so it, it... think it took like a whole semester for my paperwork to be processed and like for me to be accepted for both my major and my minor but um the applications are like upload your academic resume and give us like 300 words on why you want to be a journalism major why you want to be in this department like what your goals are for the future um you know I, I don't think that there's necessarily a right or wrong answer but Uh, I guess as long as you have the grades and as long as your writing is cohesive and succinct enough to impress whoever's reviewing your application, um, shouldn't be an issue to get into the school. Do you have a favorite journalism class? I do, actually. Um, So my favorite journalism class is an elective. Uh, It's called Race, Ethnicity, and Media. Um, It's taught by... I believe it's Dr. Michael Koch, professor, doctor, not sure. Anyway, um, it's a really interesting class and he's a great professor, but um, we focus on uh, how media, both print media, like social media, movies, TV, advertisements, uh, how over the last couple hundred years, uh, we have portrayed people of color and ethnic minorities. Uh, So we started with a look into the history of racism, uh, why racism came to be, how it was a justification 
uh, for the oppression of certain types of people to benefit an economic system and justify the use of that economic system. Um, and then we delved into, well, let's look at American film. And, uh, you know, as early as uh, silent film, um, the original bad guys in movies were usually uh, Latin Americans, Mexicans. Um, and, you know, then it, it we work into um, the lovely, uh, and I say lovely uh, sarcastically, of course, um, very sarcastically, but the lovely age of American media where um, blackface was a popular Ugh. trope of whatever weird musical productions they're putting on. Um, we talk about, you know, so the the installation in American culture of the Latin lover and of how, um, you know, somebody who's like foreign and ethnic is like attractive because, you know, it's something new and unexperienced. Uh, we talk about the whitewashing of many, I mean, various groups of people, but um, primarily uh more Caucasian appearing people that are ethnically ambiguous. For example, uh, Rita Hayworth, um, not her real name. You know, she was only blonde after they dyed it. Um, and she became like, you know, like the American girl next door because that's who they needed her to be. Um, so, you know, it's a really interesting look at the way that, uh, the way that we see ourselves, the way that we see other people and uh, how that's influenced by the things that we're shown through TV content, movies, books, etc. Now I feel like we're in the age where we cast white people to play roles that should go to people of color. Yep. Like Matt Damon being the last samurai and Scarlett Johansson. Oh no, that was um the last samurai was uh Tom Cruise. Oh, was it Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. Still problematic. Definitely a white man. It was uh I, it's actually a pretty good movie. Um. So, I mean, journalism, it seems like, is giving you such a well-rounded look at all of your different hobbies and passions. Because here, even just listening to you talk about, you know, the social justice piece in this class that you're taking, and then you're still able to do these different science elements that you're interested in, as in you're working with the, mm-hmm. the beekeeper right now. Yeah. It seems like journalism has fused so many of your passions for you. It definitely has. And sometimes I feel like that can be overwhelming for people um, because a lot of people look at the careers that are offered today. And, you know, we see a lot of things as like really specialized and very, very niche. But I think that journalism is one of those areas where, I mean, unless you later in your career do pick what we call a beat and you choose like one facet of journalism to stick with, like sports journalism or uh, court reporting. Um, But whatever it is, you very well may end up never finding one specific thing that you continuously report on. But it's cool to be a jack of all trades. Yeah, and I think that that definitely fits into my personality. I I think I'm one of those people that doesn't really doesn't really have like one specific place where I am more interested than another. Like I'm just as interested in history as I am in nature and biology. So uh, journalism really helps me experiment and learn more in all aspects of my education. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us, Zoe. Thank you for listening to me yammer on. (laughs) 
We love it. This was fantastic. If you'd like to learn more about the journalism major, you can find more info about that on Montclair.edu to look more into the program requirements of the major um, and into some of the classes that Zoe has mentioned today. So thanks for tuning in to I Do Declare. I'm Lindsay. I'm Bobby. We'll see you soon. Bye. Special thanks to Nick Alvarez-Stab, who wrote and performed all of the intro music for I Do Declare. You are very talented.